Chiera chine softers ya munoda. Glenda Fadzai Takachicha. Right now on Capital 100.4 FM. It's Night Fix right here on Capital 100.4 FM. Harare's heartbeat. Uh, time for us to get into what we call real talk, uh, where we touch on anything and everything. Yeah, the parenting child, our youth, and some of the dangers that they continue to face on a daily. Uh, so, yeah, we get to explore some of these issues and have a one-on-one conversation, a heart-to-heart, just to try and figure out where we stand, where we're missing it, and uh, uh, today we asked the question, does religion exploit the vulnerable and desperate? And I did say that um, I'll be with Apostle Alan Munemo. So Karl Marx, in his critique of religion, saw it as the opium of the masses, which when applied uncritically, he said, to any situation is capable of creating illusions that often uh, af- that, that often actually defy reality and logic. Let me take that again. Sorry. Anzi Ijun and Akal Marx, in his critique of religion, he saw it as the opium of the masses, which when applied uncritically to any situation is capable of creating illusions that often defy reality and logic. So disturbing, though, as uh, that may seem, what we have seen at times is the exploitation of the weak and vulnerable, according to me, under the guise of religion. And some despicable pastors actually manipulating and coercing parishioners. Some of the practices across religion border on violations of human dignity. Now, a newspaper report from some time back stated that in one of uh, the church services presided over by one of these prophets, a woman had her genitals tampered with by the male prophet pastor in full view of the congregation gathered to witness a medical healing. And the, the claim by that particular prophet was to exorcise demons from the young woman about to give birth to stones. And then there are these videos then that have been uh, trending recently of women being bathed and oiled in front of the congregation by two pastors. And in another video, allegedly Mfundis which cards claims to deliver people ne holy breast milk. I remember there was a time when uh, people said, "Hey, Madzimai, no nyanyo buma kuitishwa desperation ere inamu ere chishno bonyanyo itika." But in this particular video, Iowa, Avarumendo angawisho ya mwapa, chishno nzanzi mfundi switch cards zoe arugu deliver people ne holy breast milk, and there are a whole of whole lot of other issues that happen, a whole lot of other things happening in churches, some not caught on camera. A case of desperation, lunacy, exploitation, or brainwashing. Then, panemwe na wiyatu dogu bata ye seeding. Nae, ipapapa, for your breakthrough. Latimopinda ipapapa. Some believers are encouraged to actually show their faith through payments, which they understand will be repaid many times over, either in the form of wealth or healing. 
Tonight on Real Talk, we want to unpack this. The question we ask is, does religion exploit the vulnerable and desperate? To help us with this discussion, we have invited Apostle Alan Munema is on the line. Apostle, good afternoon, and thank you so much for joining us on Real Talk. Good evening, my sister. Thank you for having me. I'm doing absolutely well. Uh the gate of Pinam now we are just so good in nature can get him but we saw it about does religion exploit the vulnerable and desperate? Maybe uh, as a point of departure, uh, how would you define religious exploitation? All right, thank you very much for raising me and it's unfortunate that in this current environment that we're living in, so many things are happening right across the board. And I, I don't speak on behalf of all religions, but I'd like to acknowledge that I think it's a it's a problem that we have, which is cutting across or multi-sectoral in terms of all religions, whether African tradition, Islamism, and stuff, that we have uh, these kinds of behaviors that are unwarranted. So when we are looking at exploitation, uh, I like to look at it from the angle that this is a situation whereby someone takes advantage of someone. So basically, uh, it's from it can include conatistry, or basically it can just include the mere activity of taking advantage of someone. That's exploitation. So for me, exploitation and manipulation are twins, and rather more or less we can we can just say they are more or less the same thing with very slight differences. So does religion promote or does religion exploit and manipulate people? Well, uh, to start off with that point, I'm going to have to say no, but I'm going to have to answer something there. Uh, do guns kill people? Yes. Do guns, do guns kill? Pe- okay, I hear you. On their own, they are harmless. Mm-hmm. Religion is like a weapon. Now, the problem that we have are the practitioners of the various religions. And in this case, in particular, we are focusing on Christianity. And I thank you for inviting me. At least a Christian can answer to some of this behavior that we are seeing. Mm-hmm. So the initial thing that we need to understand is that religion on its own is good. But when someone is a practitioner of that religion and is taking advantage of his his own needs that he has which push him to behave in a particular way whereby he abuses the people to whom he has been entrusted to take care of or whom has been entrusted unto him then we have religion being abused so religion is actually being abused by pastors by Christians, we are abusing religion in what we're doing. Religion on itself is good. So do we have conditions where, what, rather, what are the conditions? Are they vulnerable or are they exploitable? I'm going to give a number of examples in the Bible, very few ones, without go, without taking much time. If we, if you remember correctly, there is something to know, up Bukhara, Luke chapter number 8, verse 43. And the woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed. So sometimes when you have a physical condition that is deteriorating health-wise, mentally or socially, you might actually find yourself 
not vulnerable as such, but in a position where you might be willing to let someone lead you down a path that you might not normally be willing to follow when everything is in order. For example, I know sometimes we hear that pastors have been caught uh, in someone's marital bed helping the wife to conceive, trying to exercise the spirit of barrenness with their private organ. These are things that happen. What is happening there? There is someone who has a need. And of course, women are vulnerable, but now we are also seeing that men are vulnerable. Men have needs. Sometimes <laughs> security. I remember, you know, uh, another thing that can lead to people being abused. A very simple thing. A need for power. You know, A need for power. If you read in the book of chapter, chapter number 8, verse 9 and 10, there was a sorcerer there named Simon. When he saw people, when he saw the disciples imparting the Holy Spirit through the laying on of hands, he tried to buy that power. People going to buy power. You know, I was talking to somebody who told me about uh, an event somewhere where one a guest just washed his hands in a sipo. Let's say a bishop name. You know, <laughs> mm. that we are doing making covenants sometimes for power. So you find there are things that make one ex- easy to exploit. And these are some of the things. Need for power, need for financial breakthrough, child, child. You know, seeding, as you were rightly saying, Anita, we need to understand the difference between seeding and the seed and the harvest. Exactly what portion of a seed do I need to give? And who inspires a seed? Is it me? Is it God? These are some of the things. Exactly what percentage must I give? What has God said about what I should give? Does the tithe still apply? Yes, it does. Does the offering still apply? Yes, it does. So is there anything else outside that? That now goes to the level. Sometimes in the ah, so for a house, so for a marriage. Because you need those things, whether a man or a woman. You need those things. Because we are socialized that someone must be married, whether male or female. We are socialized that someone must have a car. That's the sign of, of, of prosperity or prospering life. We are socialized that you must have the latest hairstyle and everything. And most of these things that we put ourselves under pressure for are really not centered on what Christianity is really all about. Christianity is about the soul. But those pressures now do not depend on the people who exploit them. Because the paid or unpaid, but in that case, we see Next week in Gabandona Motkar, we thank God it might have happened that way. But is God saying it should happen that way for you? Yeah. That's the challenge. That's so the challenge. Yes, that's the challenge. So we also move to the issue of real ignorance, child child. Mm. When we don't know, we are easy to manipulate. If we don't know, we are easy to manipulate. Because we cannot question things. And I, I, on this one, I, I, I want us to share the responsibility, the Christian and the pastor. You mentioned a video where I, I saw that video on Twitter. There were three pastors, one who was standing, the woman would undress, sit in a dish, a grown woman, mm-hmm. get paid in a nudity, get out of that dish, go to the next pastor in a towel, uh, he would whatever, apply oils, not all over her body only, but even onto the private parts, then the third pastor would hand the undergarments. And all these are three men, all helping to address one woman. 
There's something wrong there. We need to stop and question ourselves. What are we doing? Is this biblical? So when we are ignorant in certain areas, we are easy to manipulate. We are pliable. And most of the time, as pastors, this is why I, need, I said we need to share the, the, the blame. We need to promote what we call koinonia, communion or sharing of the knowledge of God. We must promote that instead of hiding the knowledge of God. We must share the knowledge. People need to know the truth. And the truth will indeed set them free, as John says. John chapter number 8 says. So we have a problem where we have someone power, someone physical healing, someone mental healing, someone academic success, some just want basic knowledge, someone to be protected from evil spirits. And these things are there. But we don't get married for deliverance. We get married for love. But these things are happening. Now, we also have, this is a two-factor problem. manipulator who are behind the scenes. And they say these people are manipulating for numerous reasons. One of them, you know, Revelation chapter number 20, you know, the notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. Because you suffer that woman Jezebel, which calls herself a prophetess, to teach and to say Jews, my servants, to commit fornication. So we have people who are into macasts and into macaws who are initiating people in numerous ways. I am not saying that this is what that woman was doing, but I begin to question the logic of certain things. I, I, I didn't get the time to research him. <laughs> And what, what, what is everyone thinking when you are going to the same breast from the same woman? Is this written in the Bible? Is this doctrine? Is this an act of faith? Where exactly are we getting what we are doing? That's one. Witchcraft churches. We have people who are initiating others into witchcraft, into various cults. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that they were being initiated. Then we have also poverty is a very bad thing. Underdevelopment is a very bad thing. And you know, sometimes the love of money is... <laughs> that's what the Bible says, the love of money is the root of all evil. Jesus says, freely you have received, freely you must give. But now we are putting a price on what Jesus said. If you want to see me, I need $50. If you want me to pray for you a strong prayer, I need, I don't know what they call a strong prayer, but these are terms that I use. I need $200. In overnight breakthrough prayer, I need $500. Where are we getting this? Is this scriptural? Is this biblical? But because we stand somewhere, I made the garage. You must sow into that. Then sometimes it might be God-inspired. We don't dispute that. I believe in seeding, but I also believe that God must inspire the person who sowing the seed. It should be God inspired. And this is God inspired. ignorance. ignorance in this regard. 
right for as long as the heaven and the earth shall remain seed time and harvest shall remain but now do you go with the 10 tons of seed to sow on a hectare or you go with 50 kgs and come out with 10 tons so can i every month salary if it is seed harvest yes well, the seed should be the one that opens the harvest. You see, if I number to pay ignorance, why? Mm-hmm. So if I bring in two dollars, and I am feeling inspired, because God himself inspires us. You don't need to hear God's voice, but sometimes in your heart, you know, I just want to give five dollars. That's God inspired. I want to give a dollar. That's God inspired. If that's what you have, because the issue is not in the quantity but in the value attached to what you are giving. Remember, there is this widow who had given a cent, but hand the upper more than them all. Why? Because she gave all that she had, and with all her heart. And while we are at it, if you come to Genesis chapter number four, there are two people who give. But Abel chose the best that he could give. So you find the way we approach giving is also important in what we can harvest. So it's not just a matter of give a car, give a house. No. Sometimes I don't even have a house to give. Sometimes I just have a dollar. Sometimes I even have ten cents. There was one televangelist who has the Akatindaba. He has money. I'm not going to mention him by name, but I know Sumbona. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I need to give it. I can't say ten cents because that's what I had left. So it's really not about the, how big the seed that you have is, but it's about the thought and the spirit that is pushing you. But but it's not about the amount, it's not about the quantity. Uh, I have seen in some churches... Mati? It's about the quality. It's about the quality, not about the quantity. I, see, I have seen in some churches... Without saying to you, you do not qualify for my prayer. I have already shown you that you do not qualify for my prayer. But then I ask did the mere an apostle, my my life is to reflect what Jesus does. I so I need to ask myself, what I'm doing, is this what Jesus did? Did he choose the rich over the poor? Is this what the Bible that I'm following teaches? We really need the spirit of the Church of Beria to come back into us. Because if you read in the book of Elizabeth, now those Jews at Beria were more honorable, more noble than Guanapo. Why? Because after the good teacher, they would go sit down, not to critique the pastor, but to examine. It's our God-given right to read the word, to know it for ourselves, and to address things as they are. But no, this is wrong. Remember, Paul, at one point in time, I withstood Peter because he was at fault. 
because Paka on my juice data, he started pulling himself aside from the Gentiles. You were being a Jew. Why do you need to force the Gentiles to live like Jews? What was he saying? He was saying, no, the Bible gives us the basis and the validation. We can question certain things. We can accept them and we can reject them. I should be able to get the attention of my pastor because I'm his flock. I'm his sheep. He is my shepherd. Nothing though going on in 15 cents. That doesn't mean tomorrow I'll, be, I'll still be in the same position. So you cannot love me when I have 3 million and not love me when I have 15. When I'm in the valley, love me. When I'm on the mountaintop, love me. When I'm in the middle of my battles, love me. When I'm also celebrating, celebrate with me. That's what Christianity should be. But we are putting a mark on our... No, but that is... No, uh, you don't inspire me by segregating me. I was listening to Champions League yesterday. But it turns out the church And people were saying a lot of things. But uh-huh. People are being mistreated and people see it. Ah, no, you need me the bad for half. Imagine, and it, umemunaka feel one fund is our But yet, mufund is Ivangundimi. Utukuna, deputy pastor, assistant pastor, it's something else. They are there to help you, Kanamawa and Dirwa, yes. But you can amuripa, Mgarega, Mbakwenu, Nayamune, Kutanda, Aina, Nasimus, Kinokuti, and Nakuna, Karake, Patai, the register. It's fine. But are we still doing this in love or are we doing this in greed? So the minute Isusu Vachovari behind the pulpit, both to be a pastor, my sister, it's a great privilege. You are, God is trusting you with so many souls to be able to guide them to him. But we are becoming like Phineas and Orphan. We are actually pushing people away from God instead of bringing them God. Just in point, this issue which is happening, if people really read the word, if it's an act of faith, one person has God forbid, and it would have been stopped. But the minute everyone goes there to get deliverance through the holy milk, it means it's now doctrine. Jesus stayed on the ground once, and akaumba go and wash in the pool of the Lord just once. He could have done it every day. But to avoid making a net of faith doctrine, he just did it once. He put his spit on his, his thumb and laid it on another man's tongue. He didn't go around doing that at Yoshitirawan because it would be doctrine. So we really need to separate a net of faith from doctrine. And in this case, when an act of faith is challenging the principles of God, there is something that God would never do. God will never lead me to a position. I will need to pray for you with my private organs. That, that, that is ungodly. It will never happen. God will never do that because already as a prince, we know to avoid fornication. And now, can I be ridiculous? We are telling something came into their mind. Are they still holy? But tiri papo munwashi eh apazipere pari kutaurwa nawe eh brainwashing initiation some some 
power that is just uh, evil that is being used here. This is it. We are manipulating people and in the end brainwashing them. But in Susu, we are there to enlighten. Remember that we need to work with Koinonia, spreading the knowledge of God. Instead, we are shutting people from the knowledge. Because the minute when we are wearing a Bible, we don't have to use a Sometimes we do not talk about can also get a breakthrough. We also need to understand as Christians, God is not just concerned about results. He's concerned about the process to the result. Otherwise, if God were concerned about the result, he would have just let everything be. But God is concerned about how you get to your destination. Your Christian work is important to him. Mm-hmm. There is no excuse. We cannot hide behind the behind our fingers and say, no, but the people, no, 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 no. As leaders, we must men up. Let us teach people the truth. Let us give people the truth. This is why the Word of God says it in the book of um, Second Timothy. Panotara decided to show yourself. The Lord men approved of God. We need not be ashamed. You know, this is very important. It was in the same book of First Timothy. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the later time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil. So the only way for you to know that this is a doctrine of the devil is when you read the word. If you are not reading the word, you won't know. If you have an, a pastor willing to manipulate you and you don't read the word, you will suffer the consequences. You must be willing to read the word. Indeed, if you've just joined us, it is Capital 100.4 FM, Harari's Heartbeat. We are in a segment that we call Wheel Talk. And uh, on the show, we have Apostle Alan Munemo. Uh, we are looking at uh, religion and exploitation. Does religion exploit the vulnerable and desperate? To share your thoughts. Uh, take advantage of people that is happening in some churches. Uh, exploitation and manipulation are one in the same. And uh, Apostle Vati, religion is like a weapon and uh, used as uh, a series. It's leading a lot of people astray. Uh, religion is being abused. Uh, talk to us and uh, do share your thoughts around this. Apostle, there's a message that comes to us. The issue here is about people who don't realize that God has given us the answers in the Bible. But there are people taking the word of a pastor even more seriously than the Bible itself. People read your word if something is wrong about what a pastor said go back to the word and check if the word they said is true and uh, no message we are upon, uh, your thoughts quickly I before we pick up the call that listener i agree 100 percent i agree the spirit of discernment. Uh, is not really about the hospital, but about the doctor in the hospital. Is he beside himself, or is he someone who is still in, bound by vanity, hypocritic oath? Because you have doctors who are organ harvesting and doing a lot of things. The thing, when a pastor is called of God, he is called to lead a number of people. If all of us were to be in one church today, I tell you, we would have cares. Because... <laughs> 
it's we all have different needs. Someone to pray, Vajifamba, someone to pray, meaning someone to read the word, Vakavurama. So, you know, some believe in hearing God. So, in in such a body, it would be a lot of chaos. So, God sometimes helps the denomination. Because remember, when, when the work was spreading, my disciples are spread all over. Nature actually died in, in Ethiopia. John Mark died in, in Egypt, spreading the work before we re exported it to Europe. So you find what happened is we really need to sanction ourselves. You know, I'm 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 hurt. Because um, there was an issue of a pastor, it's now been called a death count. No one bothered to ask themselves why isn't the pastor joining us on these forty day fast to meet Jesus? We are being compelled to do forty day fast. Mm-hmm. And people died. You know, and nobody excuse me. <coughs> Nobody bothered to ask themselves, okay, if fasting is good, where is the faster on this? Why isn't he fasting with us? Why isn't he joining us on this very serious fast? Doesn't he need to meet Jesus as well? Or has he met Jesus already? These are things that we need to question. I don't say let's go against fasting. I fast. I believe in fasting. But we should also have this wisdom. Sophia is important. Go back to the right. Ask yourself, okay, fine. My pastor has said I must uh, yama breast milk from here. This is good. And this is the because here, Somebody at one time said, could remember, uh, sometimes we start to have a mile. I'll play the devil's advocate here. Uh, before you judge me, walk a mile in my shoes. Here's a person who's desperate. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. We are desperate and the economy is hard. But the solution to poverty is very simple, my friend. Work hard, pray. This is the only demon that you don't need someone to lay hands on you for. You just need to learn to wake up and work hard. Diligence is the best enemy of poverty. There is no easy fix. Whether you're a pastor or you're a child of God. I remember I should have been there today, but I said I can't be there because I'm employed elsewhere. Well, I need to be, and I'll, I'll, I'll join you next time when I can make my flex, my 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 timetable flexible. Is it possible for me to join you over the phone and say you'll try to make it work? It's because I need money. After praying, after fasting, I need to buy food. I need to buy bread. I need to buy my. <laughs> I've got kids. They, they have needs. So we really need to learn to work hard. And there's no easy fix. And I know it's tough. Someone might say to me, I've tried everything. Yes, keep on trying. You don't know what will be successful. Even the Bible says that, sow your seed once, sow your seed twice, sow your seed three. Hello, Apostle. Hi. Hello, Apostle. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear. I was losing you there. You were saying? Well, I was saying the only solution to poverty is working hard. The Bible says, sow your seed six times, sow it seven times. Withhold not your seed, for you know not what will prosper. We must keep on working hard. There is no, you, you drink this and, and be, be rich tomorrow. It, it, that will just get you more problems. You have to work it out. You have to slave at it. 
You have to work at it. It's, it's a part of life. Hard work is the only solution to poverty. Do you like going to work at night? I don't think so. But you need to go there because you have bills to meet. Christians need to wake up. 24 hours in the prayer room, unless God has told you to spend 24 hours in the prayer room, is a recipe for poverty. We go to work so that we can also eat. I hope I'm clear. Hapana irimwe poverty, no konzirwa ni mwe trinas mnoash. You know, told that deliverance, yoi. Munogo na work hard. Pana aruku shishi nika aruku tryer asa apana shuruku famba. E, mwati pano akamweka kuitishwa kacho kano onyanya makireki. Katisha say common sense mwakati DJ the truth is kana usinga verenge Bible. Musi wa unofadenga uruone. Indine ama yangu inuita zema dangerous prayer izoji. Kumubunza kute wai ushina matiramu wengi wako kuti afe. I want you to speak around this as well. And uh, right. yeah, Amen. now we are driven. The greatest taskmaster on earth is poverty. It's a devil, but poverty is a spirit that is defeated by two things. There is a principle that God put on it. Whether a Christian follows it or anyone who is outside, out, outside the Christian faith follows it, that's giving. When you give, you someone will open. It always opens doors. You don't just need to give to the, to the church. Whenever you give even to your family or anyone, there are people who don't even know the church. One of the greatest sponsors of this man, I'm the what, 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 evangelist, evangelist, there was Billy Graham. Yes, one of his greatest sponsors. Now, Ora Roberts was a person, I mean, he wasn't a Christian, but someone I told him in a betting ground, Rema, Rema Greyhound. He was the one of the ministry, and God inspired them. So there is that aspect, which is a spiritual thing. So you pray, but Glenda, if I pray, and it, Dakafana Nanemunu, Ango Sakura Munda, Dika Kia Munda, Dika Gara, this I will never read anything. Working hard is an integral part of trying to beat poverty. You can never beat poverty by spending 24 hours in the prayer room without actually doing any actual financially productive work. Amen. Thank you so much for that one. Yeah. What was the next question? I... I, 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 I... Aiwa, pane mamu atanzika mka kuitiswa kacho, karikuzonyanya, makereke, ngatisha ndisei common sense, mwaka uh, taura kutisho na wamwe jeshua, ukasaveringa Bible, musuwa unofa, denga awelone. Dinea mayangu, inuita zima dangerous prayer, isho je. Prayers, prayers about, you ask me about praying for your enemies. Enemies, right. what does the Bible right. say? Here's something, in the book of John, um, there were two disciples, John and James called the sons of Bonages or the sons of Thunder because they had a they very short temper. So along the way, they are working with Jesus, and the city refused to receive Jesus. And they said, Lord, these are the disciples, and they are talking to Jesus. Lord, shall we call down fire, as Elijah did, and it consumed them and destroyed them? Do you know what Jesus said to them? He said, you do not understand what spirit you belong to. In other words, you are telling them that that's terrorism. We do not do terrorism in church. We are not terrorists. We pray for our enemies, for God to forgive them. The Bible says pray for those who despitefully use you. Forgive them. They take advantage of you. 
In fact, Jesus put a very tall order on us. He says, if someone asks you to go one mile, go two with them. So you don't need to pray for them to die. You need to pray for God to re- to recover them. Did Daniel pray for his enemies to die? No. That's not what we do. But again, uh, I speak on my basing on my understanding of the Bible, of what it asks us to do, not what people think they should do. But we are doing a lot of witchcraft in the church. You know, there was a person, I remember one person talking to someone, and she was saying, no, my aunt is the one who is bewitching me. I don't listen to demons when I do deliverance. I don't, because I don't do necromancy. I don't follow Satan. So I don't, I don't have anything to eat. So the demon was saying to this person in their ministry that, no, it's your aunt who is bewitching you. You know what happened? The aunt died. The demon was still manifesting. No, it's your sister's, it's your mother-in-law now who's doing it. The mother-in-law died. So I asked it. All these people are dying, but the demon is still there. Why isn't it going? Sometimes we are forced to listen to the devil, and we listen to the devil. We do it a lot. In deliverance, I hear people listening to demons and say, oh, no, the demon says it's the aunt, the demon says... Listen, the devil who was cast out of heaven for being a deceiver is the person now whom we are telling to be your star witness. That doesn't make sense. I do not listen to anyone except God. If God inspires me to go in a particular direction, praying for someone, I go in that direction. I don't need the devil to instruct me on how. How can a devil instruct me on how to cast it out? Mm. 0719104. But uh, someone says, work hard, give to the poor, pay your tithe, give offering. The Bible says, Um God inspired especially takatasa na uye giving tukuona sekuti apane kakun kamwe karukuitika makereke kekuti wachitanga ingori na uye mari nyaye seeding prosperity gospel zakare kunyanya ma services zakawanda Nogo na kutotanga ego pera, unchingo itwa Toramari United. So zoita zo zingawa mwemakereke. What are your thoughts around that? Now you've become like my favorite DJs now, apart from you, T-National, kuna partisan. Wargu Toramari, wabu wajo. Atiskuti vese, asipana jimwezi rukuitika makereke. Tiba tire ipa. Do you know what you know the deception? It means panezi rukuitika, panezi rukuitika correct, then there's an element which is incorrect. So, did God say that we must type? The last caller, or the last message, quoted correctly. It is quoting from Malachi chapter number 3, verse 8 to 10. So, is it biblical to give a time? Yes, it is. Is it biblical for me to give a, to sow or to give an offering? Luke chapter number 6, verse 38 says it. Yes, it is. In fact, Luke says, give, and it shall be, shall men give back unto you, Press down, shaken together, running over, shall men put back into your bosom. So if I give, God is going to raise people who also give back to me. Whether Remember I said it's a principle. A principle is something that whether I do it in Christ or outside Christ, the result is still the same. Right? So now we have a challenge where people are being pushed beyond what the Bible says into certain things. For example, I... Muna kawaya ine demoni, 
Yokona kumuti kutindi vinde dimoni zino kutaka garis kwa pa, pa rukuku. Baka uraya mombe. Jipe marie mombe tu. There is nothing like that. I'm sorry to say, but there is nothing like that. Deliverance should be free. We shouldn't have to pay for our salvation. This is what I say, okay, fine. My life expectancy. There is nothing like that. Jesus never equated anyone's salvation to a, to a piece of gold. He never did that. Even when Jesus never said, okay, fine, you paid this decision so much. Pay me. He never did that. So it's also where are we getting it? If it's not from our lust for money, if it's not from our greed for power, if it's not for, from us needing to sustain our life cycles or lifestyles, where are we getting it? We should get it in the Bible. If it's in the Bible, I don't have a problem with it. If it's not in the Bible, then to me it's questionable. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. All right, someone says, Gatia Zeramanga Fundis, you know it is Inini and Dakambo and Dakambo it is a Dakambo Vira Pajiri. A Ansandagazo Kurumi, the corner, couldn't repeat his upper, the Chiroa Mari. Sometimes people need to fight against the evil spirits of the dark. Every day, the devil is trying to still kill and destroy your life. So if you don't go on the offensive with prayer, you are taking punches, spiritual from evil spirits and people don't even know it. People are walking around like the devil isn't real and trying to trip them. Okay. The greatest achievement of the devil is to make people think that it doesn't exist. Remember I said one of the first earliest ministers that God called me into was deliverance. I do deliverance like a madman. So but I also understand the value of hard work. And I also understand that there is a time for everything. You have no business complaining about not harvesting, do you? No, so I don't. There's a time we should allocate to prayer. There's a time we should allocate to working. But I, I think about uh, referring to my offensive prayers, kind of my dangerous prayers, I okay. No, no, no. The Bible teaches us this, and it is. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. What does that mean? Is my uncle flesh? Is he not blood? So if I'm battling my uncle, am I still battling the spiritual or I'm now battling the physical? Right. If you're battling evil spirits, why do you want your uncle to die? Because an evil spirit cannot die, can it? Cannot go. <laughs> okay, I hear you. But anyway, Apostle, we have to shut it down because time definitely uh, not on our side. What would be your parting thoughts? Looking for a church or getting into a church? Because <laughs> religion is a weapon and leading a lot of people astray a role to play uh, to, to, to bring souls to Christ religion okay I'll give an allegory right 
Bumba mgaita mapeti and this atomic bomb imo. It's a disaster. Kugara kumba if like someone has atomic bomb because Bumba mgaita peti. My parting shot is this. Let us seek a church that is Bible-believing, that is Bible-following, and let us do our part. Read the Word. Be willing to be challenged by the Word. And sometimes challenge yourself to trust yourself enough to know that this is wrong. We all know what is right. We all know what is wrong. We can sense it. We can devise it. And we can see it by ourselves. We shouldn't. We shouldn't do that. That's witchcraft. That's just blight and murder. There's nothing like that. Let's work hard. Let's see God diligently. Let's pray. Let's fast. Let's read the word. And above all, let us be diligent. It's our right to be diligent. Here's a nice take, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Apostle. How do people follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on allmunemo.gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Alan Munemo, there's also a, a, a Facebook account, Citadel of Grace Ministries. Yeah. And on Twitter, I'm Alan Munemo, at Alan Munemo. That's, that's who I am. Thank you so much, Apostle, and do have a great night. God bless. Thank you so much, Linda. Cheers.